0: Hello there, thank you for pressing play on this new episode of Project 25. I was away for a little bit taking care of some personal things, but I am back and there are many more interviews coming up soon. So stay tuned and don't forget to subscribe and follow. For this new episode, I interviewed Christina Edube. is 31 and in the past six years, her life turned upside down through different events such as graduating from college, losing a brother, getting married, overcoming depression, and becoming a mother. In this interview, she tells us her experience through these life-changing moments and what you learned from them. I met Christina at college studying journalism and we quickly bonded as we shared similarities, which come to the surface during this episode. So don't miss it, because it is an honest and delightful conversation between two good friends. Project 25 was born out of the obsession that we have of figuring things out. Honestly, being 25 is weird because we either pursue certain goals without questioning if they're what we truly want, or we're not sure what direction to follow, and that leaves us with a lot of uncertainty i'm andrea juarez i'm 25 and i decided to ask my family members friends and people i admire about their experiences being 25 what they did what were their beliefs what they've learned and what's their advice for the new generation of 20-somethings there is a lot to live and learn and i believe that by listening to others we can reflect and learn a little bit more about ourselves and think about what we want for our present And for our future. Welcome to a new episode of Project 25. Today I have the honor and privilege to interview a dear friend of mine, Christina. Christina, I met you at SAID at the journalism program, and we've become very good friends since then. You've done your career in journalism, you work in communications, you are a recently a mother as well your congratulations that's a big role for sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> for sure thank you thank you andrea oh. thank you for having me. yeah um, welcome thank you thank you and yeah recently new mom two months old i was well, not a first time mom but second time mom but i have a two months old baby so exciting times full hands yeah i'm excited to be here
0: Yeah, thank you for your time. So, Christina, I meant to ask you, what is your age, title, and how will you describe yourself?
1: Right, I just turned 31, August 10, and I am currently on mat leave, but I am a communications director for Dalhousie Community Church that's in the Northwest Calgary. And I think I'll describe myself now I'm a mom, um, outgoing, fun. I love socializing, being with friends, um, you know, having a good time trying to distract myself from the realities of the world, especially now. So I really enjoy every moment I spend with my friends because it gets really cumbersome when you're at home with two kids at home and it's like you can't think about yourself just a kid. So I love going out with friends, having a good time and chilling having conversations, entertaining and dancing. Those are things I love doing.
0: Yeah, I witnessed that dancing.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite times. I don't do that very often anymore. Things have really changed. It's funny how, but yeah.
0: So that leads me to my question. Christina, yeah. what did you do when you were 25? Like, were you studying or were you working? What were your hobbies? I know a little bit, but the audience does not. So can you share that?
1: Oh, yeah. So 25, wow. I think I was 25, six years ago. Anyways, when I was 25, I enjoyed partying. And I was going to school. I think that was, I, I turned 25 August of 2016. That's when I went to state. I met really cool people, but I was still in my partying stage. And 25 was like a big deal for me. I felt like, oh, I'm like a grown up. And then I had a wedding to prepare. I was I was planning on getting married the next year. So in the yeah, the next year. So I was thinking of a wedding to live my my best life. I was trying to live my best life. I was so excited. I was working part-time. I think I was just doing like a part-time job in the seniors' home. I'm, I can't really remember. I think that's what I was doing, but I had a boyfriend, my present husband, yeah, I was living with my my husband at the time, we still just dating. So it was fun times. We didn't have anything to worry about. My life was good. I, I love to say my life was good at the time because there's nothing, just school after school, weekend is, okay, where are we going to? We're going to party I wasn't really thinking about jobs. I just wanted to be done with school first. So I was just, I didn't really know what job would entail like, but yeah, it was just school and friends and partying at the time when I was 25, from what I can remember. It seems so far away. Like it's just too many things have happened since then. And I'm like trying to put the pieces together. But yeah, that was just in a nutshell. And that was just me. Those were fun times. 25 is a good age.
0: And Christina, what did you think when you were 25? So you mentioned what you did. You you wanted to like graduate already. Mm -hmm. But what was your vision of the world? So like, did you follow a certain religion or did you have like a big belief?
1: When I was 25, my, I, I, I still believe like in the perfect, I knew when I would turn 25, okay, I'm becoming like this adult, adult, I'll go to school. Once I'm done with school, I'll have this like amazing job. I didn't really think about what job. I just knew that this school would just give me like a really good job. Like that's why I'm going to school. i have a well-paying job. I'll be good financially, like rich. I'll live my best life, go to where I want to go to. So To me, 25 was like, school, once I'm done, I know this is going to lead me to like a perfect life. And I saw myself like, or journalism, I'll probably be this cool journalist. And you know, whatever it takes me to, I knew I, I just knew the world was easy. I didn't really think I'm going to like search for a job. I just knew that school is going to lead me wherever I want to go to. And then as I was preparing for my wedding, I'm going to get married. I didn't think about kids at the time, but wedding to me at that time was just the aspect of get the wedding. I wasn't even thinking about marriage. I was just thinking about having a cool wedding, having people over you know taking good pictures I really had a shallow view of everything that was going on prior to that and I'll just say to me like when once I hit 25 like was like that was like a reality check that was like oh so I see how things are going it's like it's a lot harder than you think and but yeah I, I really had I, I wasn't worried I, I didn't know the world was gonna give me like you know hard times and Life was good at the time. I hadn't lost anything, lost anyone, so I was just, you know, going with the wind and thinking like the next day was just gonna be awesome. Yeah,
0: and then you graduate, and you're like,
1: (laughs) please. Yeah, and then oh my goodness! So you go through that phase, and then you're 25, and then when you graduate, and then now you start picking the resumes and trying to apply and that's when the reality check hits you like oh my goodness so this is what life is all about and then you've taken all these student loans and then you have to start paying them paying for them at some point so you need a job but you're not getting the job and you're thinking like I thought I was going to school I was going to get this job easily it's, it's not And it's not as easy as you think. And being an immigrant, it puts even, it's a little more harder being just an immigrant, especially in the journalism field, what the field we take. Like you don't get very many immigrants in that field. A lot of reality checks hit me once I graduated. I'll tell you, like what I was thinking before, it all changed.
0: And that leads me to my next question. You were mentioning all these reality checks. Mm -hmm. and saying that oh I had a shallow view of the world I cared about this and that so from when you were 25 to this day so in the past six years what has changed either like in the world in yourself in the way you see things what has changed
1: well first thing has changed I've become a mom I have two kids in in two years so I have two kids in two years and I had two kids in COVID so that's that's different and then a lot of things have changed so in 2018 the year when i got when i was graduate before i graduated i lost my brother so i'd never lost anyone close to me like that i'd lost friends but you know a brother I'd never lost anyone like that. So that was like a change in that something. I just realized how frail life is at that point. And it was just so scary. So I think I kind of went through like a depressing state. And I, to be honest, I'm not even sure how I even graduated that year because it was really tough for me once I lo- I think we're writing like finals exams or final papers. That was in March. So I had just one month before we're done. So that took a toll on me, but I kind of pushed myself. But it just led me, I kind of like, I I kind of gave up a little bit in the world. So I let myself, I realized I was putting on so much weight because I didn't really care about anything anymore. And then once I started, it took I was home after graduation for like three months before I had a job. Like I'll apply, I'll start something. I just, I just wasn't in the right state of mind. So and then I'll leave it halfway. And I kept on applying for jobs. And one thing I noticed in things, it wasn't as easy as I thought. So imagine graduating, like finishing school in April, I finally had a job in my field like August. So that took, that was about how many months. And then you realize that you have to take care of yourself. And then you're married as well and reality hits you that oh you have to start a family and starting a family wasn't as easy as I thought it would be because that was also one thing one i one idea is once you get married and then you have you start having kids right away and stuff like that the real I mean some people choose not to but the reality is I wanted it once I was done school and then once I was done school it just didn't happen for me at the same time so it's like Mm, these are really like, this is not what I thought my life would be like, like having kids, is it going to take this long? Like then it became traumatizing because then you have to deal with your family life. You have to deal with your professional life. It just takes a whole new toll on you. And yeah, so I had to deal with that going from jobs. And when I got a job, I I don't think I was really satisfied in the job I started as well. And one thing that I really kicked was like, kicked me is that like you love something so much you just don't get what you really want to and I I didn't see myself I didn't know it was going to be like that doing communication so I knew I was going to be like what I really want to do but then you get a job that says you in the communication field but what do you do it's kind of limited and then I feel like I'm really limited in what I was doing I wasn't really exposing myself so I wasn't happy in my job as well so it was just so many things I was dealing with emotionally and then I'll say things finally took a turn like in 2020 so I left this job I left my other job in 2020 and then I was pregnant on my first child and then I realized I was getting happy I was happier because it's not very often that you leave a job and you're happy and then even though COVID happened I just realized that I'm I'm home, but I'm happy. And my life feels like everything is moving. Because back then I was working. I, I feel like I couldn't even still take care of myself. I, I feel like I wasn't making enough to handle. My, and I'm st- I'm working, but I'm not happy going to the work. And my family, I, I want a child, things like that. And then 2020, even though COVID, that's why I always say. 2020 was a blessing to me. Like people don't understand. Like it's COVID year. Yeah, everything was shut down. But I feel like that was one of the best years ever personally, professionally, because it helped me grow, see the world, like you don't have to punish yourself and go to a place that you don't like, you, it's depressing, you feel like what am I doing here, you can't even work, you can't even put 100%, so it was a lot, and like took time, I was home, and I was home from like March, when I went back home, and came back, and then I wasn't working, I was home throughout, so it really helped me even I wasn't working but I found that I was I started making the right decisions like personally I don't have to take just any kind of job just because I'm looking for a job I have to make sure it's kind of like the right fit so I've kind of taken that mindset throughout in the last two years and you know it's just to see how I've evolved in the last two years and then being a mom and shaping that aspect of my life putting things together has been really awesome
0: I am happy to hear that Christine thank you you need to take yourself out of the the
1: whole yeah yeah you need to sometimes you just sometimes you need something that you be like you look at yourself what you've been doing and it's just not working probably what you've been doing is just not working you just have to look at a different way of looking at things and and take yourself out because depression is a bad state it's not it's not easy you have to talk to people you know so uh, I, I good thing I had like really good people around me that encouraged me that were there for me like in those trying times so it really helped a lot
0: yeah i'm glad to hear that that you're yeah. way much better thank you christina now what do you do and what are your beliefs
1: Right now, well, I'm on math leave, uh, but I'm a communications director for the Dalhousie Church. And it's been pretty awesome. I've had a great, great, I have a great, great boss. Like really awesome person to work with, someone that believes in your potential. But there's one thing, and I've I'm still doing a lot of thinking. You know, as days go by, your math leave, it helps you to think. You know, I know I'm supposed to resume work, but I'm trying to take a course in September. I learned something. Something really important passion is awesome but doesn't necessarily pay your bills so it's good to find ways to to pay your bills and do your passion you know do something you love but if you have the opportunity of getting something that can pay because life goes on as much as we love what we're doing we also we need to be real like we have to take care of ourselves you have a family you have to pay all these things so I'm going to take a course and that will help me and while before I resume work I'll see how it goes in the time being I take a course open different opportunities for myself and I'll say try to mix my passion my job job and just be happy because if you can't pay those bills you're not happy and if you're not doing what you love you're not happy so you have to find a balance between the two and that's that's the healthy balance I'm trying to find right now
0: yeah and Christina, may I ask, what is the course about?
1: It's about, uh, it's like web development and then cloud um, AWS. So I'm kind of doing like a web development course and then things that have to do with cloud data data management so yeah i know the world is getting data driven a lot so there's so many opportunities unfortunately not as many in canada but a whole lot in the u.s and i've had people doing that and the experience has been like amazing so i'm going to do something that has a combination of web development software web software and data so i'm trying to explore to push myself and See what other that, that part of the world, what it gives me, and how I can mix all of this with my own experience.
0: Yeah, congratulations. I'm excited, yeah. like for you.
1: Thank you. It's exciting, it's exciting. It's going to be hard because then I have kids, but sometimes you just have to push yourself. You just have to do what you have to do. It's a sacrifice to make things better in the future.
0: Yeah, like it pays off, right?
1: exactly it pays off so it's worth the sacrifices worth it's worth the temporal pain or maybe sleepless nights i mean i already have the sleepless nights so i can't imagine what it would be like going for but yeah i guess it'll all be worth it at the end i'm excited for that
0: yeah i'm excited for you as well let, let me know how it goes
1: <laughs> yeah for sure i'll let you know hopefully yeah. everything works out great
0: and christina I wanted to ask you as well, you talked a little bit about what happened before 2020, but I don't know if this differs, but what has been your biggest challenge and how did you deal with it?
1: It's been challenging, family and career. We want to do what we love to do, a career like while not neglecting the family. And it's always hard to get a balance because as a woman, you feel like you lose, like when you're pregnant, you put to birth, you lose that, you go on mat leave. So that's one year of your life. You probably would have been gaining more knowledge in the field but you're at home, you're taking care of the kids. So that's a sacrifice and that's a challenge I'm facing. I'm still dealing with every day, but I can feel like at this point, you just have to accept the situation. Like I have accepted my situation. I made the choice. I'm not going to say I was forced to do that. I, I wasn't forced, I made the choice. It was a difficult choice. I chose to have a family at this time. I didn't know exactly everything that comes with it, but I, I chose to have a family. So I made that choice and I'm dealing with the choice. I just believe after this, when I've given myself this, it's one year taking care of my child or my children, taking care of them. And then when I get back there, I've not lost a lot. And then focusing on my job at that point. So it's just being able to focus on one thing at the same time. I know it's hard. I know I miss it, but it's a choice I made, a hard choice at that, but I'm i i I'm living with it. And I'm just hoping that I'll be able to get back on my feet once I'm back in the job world. I haven't lost so much.
0: Yeah, but I think that the way I see it too is that, yeah, maybe you are losing one year of career experience, mm-hmm. but you are gaining something much more, valuable which is spending time with your kids
1: right absolutely and don't get it i will not treat this for anything in the world even i i would think about it like if you tell me like oh leave your kids right now and go to work, i will not do it <laughs> exactly I, I, I will not do it like i miss it i wouldn't do it you know because <laughs> i'm in a happy space right now i feel like this time with them is, is so valuable i feel like they grow so fast and I'll never get this time back. There'll never be babies anymore. Once they start growing, that's it. So it's something that I'm, I'm going to cherish. I'm going to enjoy it. And the job will come, you know, once I'm back in the field, I'll try to catch up. It's not, it's something I'll, I'll work, I'll be in the field, I'll learn. But this experience of my kids, just because it's once in a lifetime is something that you don't get to replicate. It's not something that's always there. Once they grow, they grow and they go out there. So I'm enjoying it. It's challenging, but I'm loving it and I wouldn't trade it.
0: Thank you for sharing so, that, Christina. Yeah. And I wanted to ask another question. Can you share about a time in which you succeeded? What happened and what did you do? This can be like at school, at work, in your um, marriage life. Like it's just like a time where you succeeded and what happened and what did you do?
1: I mean, the, the really stable thing I've had in the last 10 years has been like relationship. Like I've been with my partner for a very long time now. So I feel like so far that has been a success just for us to get to this point. Like we really started back in 2010. So that is 12 years ago. And just being able to, like, I came to Canada... In 2012, and he was in Cameroon, so we we were in a distant relationship for two years, and just to make it work for us to still be together after not every, it doesn't work for everyone, and I feel like that has been like a major success story. Just going through the relationship because you have ups and downs, especially when you guys are in know distant relationship. There's so it comes with so many challenges. And to be able to pull through those, those were like, that was like the toughest time in my life. And just going through that, because there's a lot of arguments and successfully pulling through until him coming to Canada. And then... Us deciding to get married. I feel like that's a success story that I can't talk about it very often. Because when people ask me, like, how long have you known each other? And I say we've known each other for this long. But then there's a gap where we, like, spent two years apart. Like, I didn't go home. And it was just constant communication. And it wasn't easy. And it was really hard. You you know, just not having, like, your partner where you are was really hard. And I feel like that's something... When I look back, I'm like really proud of, I'm like how far we've come. And I just can't, you know, I'm I'm hopeful. Like the marriage part is really, it's a journey, you know, but I feel like the toughest part, just being away from each other, is something we've been successful at. And yeah, it's been really great so far.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know how you guys...
1: I don't think if I travel now, I'll be able to do it. It just shows you how hard it is and the mindset i feel like at that point and it's funny because even though i was younger you would think that i'll be more like it won't work out but for some reason i feel like with everything i know now with the space i am with with my tolerance level i just don't feel like I'll, i'll be able to deal with that i think the more i've grown my tolerance level has kind of like gone from 100 to zero like real quick like, I just cannot accept certain things or certain arguments. I just, you know, it's really different. And I'm I'm just glad that, that that phase it was back then because if it was now, you know, it would have been different. It's hard. I, I I, don't advise anyone. I'm saying if you can't do it, go for If you can't, don't try. Don't. It's hard. It's really hard. So
0: Especially because you were so far away. Like, you were in Canada. He was in Cameroon.
1: Exactly. And, you know... Technology back then in Cameroon, it was not as advanced as it is today. So the communications were not it was not as often as it will today. It was still limited, but I'm just amazed at how I went through that. I don't know how I did it. I, I don't want anyone to ask me how I did it because I don't even know. It feels like so long ago. I don't even know how I did it. Sometimes I mean like, oh, how I did it. I'm serious.
0: I think maybe it like you did it because you wanted it to work I think so and now that you're married you're like no I
1: cannot do it <laughs> exactly and now I'm like no I cannot do it I'm like you, you make me angry this time if it's now I won't take it but that time you really wanted to work and for some reason I, I just wanted it to work and I think we both wanted it to work because it, it takes two to want something to work we really put in the efforts and it was hard and but we tried so hard to make it work and here we are
0: Yeah, you guys loved each other. That's why you made it work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was just love, I guess. It was love. It was love. Yes. Sometimes love is not enough. It takes hard work, though. Oh, yeah.
0: Like a combination of both. eh? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, Christina, can you share a time in which you failed? So, what happened? How did you handle the situation? And, what did you learn?
1: I mean, when it comes to work, yeah, I think I've totally made a lot of mistakes for a couple of times. And one, one of those is like understanding that people are different coming from different cultures and communications. I always say communication is key. Sometimes we say communication is the key, but we don't really understand that until something has really happened before we are like, oh yeah, we just needed to communicate better so in my previous job one of my jobs i think was it two years ago we had this project and it was like i i had communications i was a communications coordinator at that job so and people had to do their own thing like come to me i was put the pieces together everybody had to send me their own piece. And I just assumed, and I I know I should have checked, it's my job to keep everyone on track to make sure that this is a deadline. But I think I, I kind of felt that I fell off behind that. I just did not communicate enough with the people and to get everybody's point of view and make sure that everyone is up to date, making sure that everyone knows the deadline. So we had like this event, it was a fundraising event we had to do. And so the day I was supposed to, to put in the presentation and the PowerPoint and get everybody's information, some people had just forgotten their own part of it. So it was the present, the fundraising was like the next day. And that was like on Friday. And the next day was a Saturday, it's not a working day. And here I am on Friday, I don't have the pieces to put together. So I'm with the people I have not spoken, it's my job. Yeah, literally it was my job to remind them. and and the presentation it was not good it was it was it was not good it was bad because there's a lot of work like yeah, i had to do it last minute push myself work those extra hours but you just not everyone is responding on friday people are going home people are doing whatever they want to do and you take the blame because you are the one doing it right so even though people have to give you their pieces. And they know, didn't give it to you. You take the blame. You're the forefront. And also the presentation was not good just because I didn't communicate with the people. And now I now I know that I have to be on top of things. Deadlines are deadlines. I have to make sure if I'm working in a group and I am in charge, I have to remind everybody of your deadline and making sure that and not waiting to the last day because that was one thing I waited to the very the last minute to like oh can you send this to me and that was not good cuz if i had done that earlier you know if i had i requested it earlier uh, i would not be in the position i i was in at that time you know and I mean, we had, I had to do a bad presentation and I took the blame for it, but I could have done better. I could have, I could have asked for the work, like maybe Monday, Tuesday and go over it, give myself some days to go over it, making sure that by Friday, everything is ready and not wait to, and that yeah, I think that was when I just started working actually, um. once I graduated and that was like my first aha moment in a job field like okay this is the real world this is not school where you can leave everything last minute and submit your assignment and whatever like this is a real world you're working for a company you have to do better so that was that was a pretty bad experience it wasn't it wasn't good I felt I felt I'd let everybody down but I learned a lot from that moment in that moment so that was, that was pretty one of my big experiences when it comes to failures. Yeah, I did fail.
0: Thank you for your honesty, but I'm glad that you learned. I oh, know. yeah,
1: I, it was a it was a big lesson. It wasn't the type of lesson I would want to learn, but I had to learn. I guess it had to happen. You know, sometimes you're in school, you get away with a lot. You do a lot of last minute things, especially assignments, submission, late interviews. So we get away with that. but in the real world things are different
0: (laughs) thanks christina and i have one more well i have a couple more questions but i i want to ask what has motivated you or what motivates you
1: what currently motivates me i'll say having kids is a big motivation right now like when i see when i turn and see by the way i have two two boys so two sons so when i turn and see them And I just don't want them to go to to have to suffer. I just want them to have the very best. You know, sometimes you have to, you know where you come from. You know what you went through. And you just want your own kids not to go through what you went through. So they're my motivation. They're my reason why I'm like, I really want to work hard. I really want to go out there, put myself out there make sure that I secure the education. So unlike me, as their their, their mom, they don't have to go to school, get worried about student loans. I want to make sure that their education is secure. So that's my motivation. I don't want them to go through that because once you have less to think of those extra things, trust me, you can work extra hard because you're not, you don't have so much pressure. And I don't want them to feel the pressure that I felt or I feel so they they really motivate me when I wake up I see them I know I have to go to work even there are days when you don't want to go to work you feel like oh you're tired exhausted but you think that oh no I have to save for them you know I have to make sure that when they're grown they have enough to take care of them they have this shelter I have to pay these bills for them and so I just get up I go there and that's another day and so they are my greatest motiv- motivations right now, just not wanting to fail for them. I don't want to fail them. I want them to be happy and to be successful. And for that, I'll do anything.
0: I love that. Thank you. Especially because I you are immigrated as well, right? So it's
1: like... It, exactly. And it's so... And people don't understand the... No. Some people don't. Maybe people will leave your Immigrants do. Because... There's this barrier and everything we face but it's so hard being an immigrant coming to a whole new country and studying your life all over again and then where you come from because sometimes you can immigrate from like a really nice place like you don't have family pressure and everything and your family maybe you're coming from a very wealthy home background you your family's taking care of everything I didn't have that opportunity I didn't I didn't get that. And what's funny is because people I know I should not because my dad is here actually. I have never lived with my dad. And so once I moved here to Ken, I, I was I lived with him for a couple of months and, and it things just didn't turn out the way they should have so I had to struggle on my own I had to take care of my education myself I had to go through those ups and downs and then I we have huge families back home that kind of depend on us and the pressure is a lot as an immigrant to succeed not only for yourself but for your families back home you have so many people looking up to you and then you come to a field like like, like I said, journalism, a lot of immigrants, especially from Africa, come here and do the easy thing, maybe healthcare aid. And you go to, and it's not a knock on that. They're just looking for the quickest way to make money. It's a couple of months program, right? So you do that for months and then you go to a job, you make money, you're able to take care of yourself and take care of your family. And then I didn't go that route. I, did something else, I went to school, I started at MRU, I did PR, I left and came to say. so those years that's a lot of pressure and you still have family still waiting on you and you still have to do all of that while working part time and you still have to take care of your own bills I just want to make sure that they never even get to witness what I went through because it's a lot it's it's really a lot and it plays a whole lot in your mind
0: yeah, it made like a lot of pressure
1: eh? yeah so much so much pressure because back home is we have big families who look up to you they ask for help financial help and they just don't understand how we how it is right there and if you're not lucky to come from a family where you have everything then you have to work and then send some things back to your family you know help siblings or cousins or whatever that, that have to take care of themselves you have to send them something you have to take care of your own self so and you're a student so you don't even work that many hours as well during that period so you're dividing yourself between all of that and it's really really hard trust me and it's a lot being an immigrant is hard just what we face and being here so it's it's hard but i won't trade that i love the experience It really helped me it's opened me to a lot of things and better understanding and better appreciation of every step i make so i'm better when i go through something i'm like really happy because i know how hard i've worked to to get there or to be there every step for me is like a milestone
0: i love it christina and when you were saying that i was thinking about like how people like back home like think we live this glamorous life (laughs) i know um it's not as it's
1: not exactly
0: I, i mean we can post whatever we want on Instagram but it's like we're not living this Instagram life every day really. no we're
1: not we're not I'm. we're just posting what we choose to post I mean we're not gonna post our struggles like just like that you know what I mean I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna I want to post having a good time sometimes you just want to get out of like the bad side and you want to like okay just post and we choose what we want people to see yeah. we choose what we want people to see and people feel like oh that's the reality of your everyday no it's not that's just one day out of many days exactly. that I chose to have that good time what happens the other days I reality hits back I go to work I wake up in the snow whatever it is that I have to do it's it's a hard life out here it's not a glamorous life as you think I'm living so People don't understand that. And I, I don't really blame them because I've been there, right? Even though when I was back there, social media wasn't as what it is right now. So, But now it's just so much. And I don't blame them, but, you know, it's the reality. It's not it's not everyday glam. It's not everyday chill. It's not everyday, you know, living your best life. It's not everyday like that. Some days are your worst days, so.
0: And Christina, talking about the good times. hmm <laughs> I want to ask, and going back to like the course you told me about, so what are your goals or plans for the future?
1: My goal for the future is once I do this course, uh, hopefully I can get a good job. But then I, you know, I spoke about something combining a job that pays your bills and your passion. And one of the greatest passions for me is to have something like, I don't know if I want to call it a podcast or a show or something because I have all the ideas everywhere but I know I want to do something based on like as an immigrant based on the immigrant experience and I want different people to come and share the experience and encourage because everyday immigrants come here and I want, I want them to be ready and I want to have a show based on that and I feel like once I get a good job, then I'll be able to invest on in the kind of show I want. So I want to combine that. And that show will be my passion. That's something I want to take. That's why I don't want to rush into that. I could have started that a long time ago, but I've always wanted to do it right because I want to do it for long. So, and that, that has been a dream of mine. And I'm hoping that once I'm established in the job, I'm able to create that where i'll create it i don't know definitely year income but you know i have to put all the little nuances together of locating something that's just you know temporal and i want to invest myself that is a goal of mine i know i'm going to achieve that goal i just need to make sure that i put everything in place and I work alone and try to achieve my goal. I just don't want to like leave everything and just work for my goal. That'll be hard. So this course is gonna open doors for me. I believe it will be, and that will help me walk into my passion.
0: And I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think that is such an important topic, especially for like new immigrants. Yeah. I was talking with another interviewee. He, he's an immigrant from Mexico as well. And he was saying like, oh, we arrive here and we have this glamorous idea of what it will be like. And then, you know, it's not like that, but just seeing other successful immigrants like that helps as a motivation for sure right like it's the motivation
1: that we need it's it's the motivation it takes a lot for I have a friend who is a lawyer now but we were back home and because of the pressure that people immigrants go through and I'll speak for myself and because of the pressure that we go through we try we try to look for the easy route like we don't want to go through all the hurdles because we feel like there's just so much waiting for us we just want to make The money, work, and take care, and we don't do what we want to do. We don't. We end up not living. We end up just like I said. Yeah, you have to work, pay your bills, and everything. But you have to also think of your happiness. And we get discouraged a lot, immigrants, because we feel like there's just not so much for us, and we cannot do it. And this friend of mine was a lawyer. She went to school. She had a degree back home, but your degrees back home are not recognized here, and so she came here. She had to start all over again, and. She had a degree and then she went to law school. And she said many times she wanted to give up, many times. You just don't get enough lawyers coming from like where I come from here in Canada. And she said many times she wanted to give up because there's just so much. And she's like, people tell her like, why are you wasting your time? Like all those things will not help you. Just go and look for, go and look for this job. Just do this one. And she's like, yeah, she did all those things. But something kept telling her like that it's not enough. Like that's not all she wants to be. That's not, she doesn't just want, she wants to leave, you know. And when I say leave, it's being happy, having something that you wake up in the morning and you look forward to. It's just not, oh, every day is the same thing as a routine and it's like a chore every day. So it doesn't want her life to be like a chore every day. She wants to actually live a happy life, like looking forward, being excited. And so she had to push herself. Having that conversation with her, I'm like, uh uh-huh. There's so many of us that have these moments and we need to help others out there. You know, I know it takes a lot. It's not as easy as I'm, maybe I'm trying to make it sound, but it's hard. And I, we're best to understand that And another fellow immigrants. Like we best understand ourselves. I, I want to open that platform for someone like people can relate because a lot of people once you can relate to someone, it makes the information easier to accept or to to believe. So I want to create that platform where people can relate to other stories and be like, okay, yeah, I can do it. I know it's not easy and I can do it. If this one did it, I can push myself. I can do it. So things like that make me say, oh, no, I think a lot more people. I'm, I'm not the only one who needs to hear your story. There are a lot of people who need to hear your story, especially people who are just coming and so they should not be discouraged. That actually drives me, and I'm I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, we're very much alike.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every story is important, you know. I think we're very much alike because we can we are, are immigrants, so we have different experiences and we come with those experience, and it's a good thing that we want to share that, and we want to help different people who are like who are like us.
0: Yes, a hundred percent.
1: And I feel like that's one of the reasons why we actually really clicked. You remember like when we were in school, it it was just us because we better understood ourselves, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like, it made it easier, like you can relate to someone and relating to someone is really important. And I feel like that was what helped us like when we were in school together, it was like, oh, you're from this place, oh yeah. So it's good that we wanna pass that knowledge down to other people. Yeah, I remember we had our our minority group. Exactly. And 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 it's still amazing that we still have that till today, right? I mean, we're all doing our own different things, but just the fact that we still have that and how we could relate and how we could go through that together, so it's really It's amazing and I wish a lot more people can go to that because some people go to schools they don't even find people they can relate with you know looking and it's always good to find like they say look for your village your tribe it's important to have a tribe because your tribe will understand where you're coming from. And I'm not saying that don't have people but it's important to have a tribe that understands you that you can talk to having people you can talk to always helps. so I really want to help people with that.
0: Yeah. And Christina, you were just saying that, yeah, having your tribe is so important, which leads me to my, I wouldn't say last question, but almost the last one. In the past six years, you've gone through a lot. So, what advice do you have for today's 20 somethings? Or what do you wish you knew when you were 25?
1: Be an open book and don't limit yourself. The world is evolving, be flexible. Like everything you thought you knew, it will change as you grow older, as your responsibilities shift, you know, as life happens, things will come up and be an open book and don't be down on yourself. So once you're an open book, once you're flexible, once you you are not rigid in your ways at 25, I know some people at 25 is like, oh, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be in this nice relationship. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have a career. I'm done with school. I'm going to have a good job the real world is just not like that it may happen but know that it's not the probability of it happening it's slim and so you have to be flexible you have to know that and you don't have to be down in yourself feeling like if you don't have those things at that age you'll never have them because 25 is just what it's just 25 you still have the next 25 years to live. You still have a whole lot of life ahead of you. And don't be down on yourself, feeling like if you've not achieved all the things you set at that age, it means that's the end of you. Especially as women, we feel like we have a timeline on our lives. We feel like we need to achieve certain things by this age. If not, we are like dumb. You know, people always put the age on women like oh you're getting older it's like no that's not true and at times you feel like at 25 like the real life starts and just be open just be ready and embrace it you know embrace the challenges you know it's gonna be hard talk to people you know don't close yourself to whatever you felt like you didn't achieve the other people were going through what you're going through there are other people who went through what you're currently going through and just say to talk to people and make sure that you enjoy every second of it because every no second is repeated i'm gonna tell you like i being 25 actually once i turned i enjoyed like the parties and everything i'm glad i did all of that because like right now here i am like it's so limited i cannot do it because i have a family you know, and then you're 25. You wish you had a family at the time. And I'm like, grateful, even though I wanted a family at that time, I'm grateful that I didn't have the family at that time. Cause it gave me more time to like, kind of enjoy what I don't, what I miss now, but I'm glad I did. Enjoy your friends, enjoy your family. Life is going to take you to different places once. So just leave every moment and be open, be flexible. That will be my advice. And I'm glad I got to do some of that when I was 25.
0: Yes. So no one can tell you anything
1: that no one can no one can actually tell me anything because I lived my best life in that moment. I mean, to me it was my best life. I could do what I want, I wanted. So, you know, going where I want to go, if I had to travel, I'll travel, you know. And it was those were good things to me. You know, I was having my best life. I cannot go where I want to go to at any time I want to go to right now because I have two soldiers I have to think of but I'm glad I did that back then so I don't have to live in regrets like oh I wish I had done that I wish I had done that and I'm just glad that I did all those I did what I could I mean I lived a really exciting life on before 25 so I'm glad I did all those things now I can look back. I'm like oh you remember when I did this oh those were good times I don't have much of a regret in terms of did I really live my life like that? I don't have much regrets like that. So I'm glad I did that and I wish other people can do that as well.
0: Thank you, Christina. yeah and I'm sure people will enjoy hearing that and hopefully that motivates them as well. And I have just a one last question, Christina. So okay. is there anything that you'd like to share that you think it's important and I didn't ask?
1: You know, when you're growing up, there's 25, there's 30, there's 40, it keeps going. It keeps going. And I want people to, to take care of themselves, like mentally, because with everything that's going on, right, there's just so much going on right now. And we could get in a really dark place at times. And you can have all these dreams, but if you're not in the right mental state, you just cannot achieve anything. And it's, it's important for people. I just feel like oh, my advice to anyone that's listening to me or who's been through this journey or whatever it is, talk to anyone, be in the right. Avoid things that bring you down. Avoid people that bring you down. Don't surround yourself with negative energy because it's not good for you you need to be uplifted and you need to uplift others so if you're in a place where everything everyone is bringing your dreams bringing you down you should stay away from that you should go to where you're loved you're uplifted and ignore things that don't matter certain things don't matter especially things that don't help you or build you ignore it don't give your energy into it you know self affirmation is key do not hope for anyone to if you cannot love yourself people people cannot love you how you love yourself so love yourself take care of your mental health and stay away from anything that will bring you down i think those are the key things that especially as i'm growing older i've learned and i'm reducing my cycle because I feel like some people are not building me and I just don't need to be in that cycle and I need to take care of myself and whatever I want to achieve, I need to be in the right state of mind. So that'll be my advice to anyone that's watching right now. And yeah.
0: Thank you so much for that, Christina. I am just very grateful with you for like sharing your time and your energy and yeah, for your presence. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Andrea.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you like the episode or you think it will be helpful for someone, feel free to share. You can also find the written stories at medium.com/slash project25. If you know someone who would like to share their experience being 25, you can send me a message at the email that's on the episode description or through our social media channels, which are also listed on the episode description. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you later. Bye-bye!